Welcome everyone to The Answer Podcast. I am your host, Bowman Val. The reason of The Answer Podcast is we're trying to find biblical answers to everyday questions. A little disclaimer, I may not be able to find an answer to every single question, but that's why we rely on God to answer the ones that I do not. Look for the podcast on the 10th and the 20th of every month, and don't forget to send us your questions at findtheanswerpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us, guys, and I look forward to hearing from you all. Joining us today is Bo Felch. Bo, how you doing today? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited for it, too. Um, I know that the listeners are going to be excited to hear your opinion. But before we dive into today's question, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, who you are? All right. Yeah, so I'm the uh, youth director at the Clinton Cumberland Presbyterian Church, the, the church that you pastor. And uh, I've been involved in youth ministry for, uh, I mean, over four years or close to four years now and uh, just going strong love uh, getting to be competitive with them get love getting just to see them grow in their walk with Christ most importantly though yeah that's awesome man that's awesome the the beauty of it is is even though we've only been officially leading a congregation you know the youth four years uh, not very long in my my case either we've been reading scripture for a long time and and I, I personally think that that uh, you're very well versed, you know what you're talking about. You feel comfortable in scripture? I mean, yeah, with... yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm excited to be able to share my thoughts on something uh, today and just, you know, have a talk with you and uh, get to answer some questions. I love it, man. Well, speaking of today's topic, um, the question we have for today is how do you feel God? Now, this question isn't meaning. How do you physically feel him, as in go and touch him, right? And, and I think you know this. The question is, how do you experience God in a way that you can feel his presence when you're living, when you're going through your day, when you're waking up or when you're you know, going to work? How do you feel God? Um, so tell us, Bo, how, how do you feel God? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh... I think it's one of those things that we always have to remember, uh, and I think that you'll speak to this a little bit more um, later, but when it comes to feeling God, we have to understand that we're not supposed to, we can't be controlled by our emotions, and we can't wake up one day and be like, oh, I, I don't feel God today, so I guess God's not with me, because that's not how it works. But uh, I think in my day-to-day, when I'm going through, it's just like, it's staying in constant prayer with God, it's uh, reading his word, it's worshiping, and uh, I would say that that's one of the biggest things uh, for for myself, at least, is just in worship, um, when I take the time to not just, you know, listen to worship music on my way to work, or listen to music while I'm in the shower, like, but taking time to actually intentionally worship God, that's when uh, I feel you know, God's presence the most, I guess, which is in some ways contributing, like is an emotional factor because God's always with us. It's not a 
matter of, you know, I feel God more today than I did yesterday. Well, most of that's going to be, you know, I just emotionally feel closer to God today. However, uh, I think taking time to actually just worship God. uh, One thing for me is that when it comes to our worship and relating or like being in God's presence, it's putting our preferences aside and actually just focusing on worshiping God. And if we do that, we will like have a real like intense encounter with God in a way that uh, is very unique. You know, uh, a lot of the best worship sessions that I've had in my life come from when, or it, it's a song that I normally don't like. It's a song that I feel is overplayed or I've just heard a million times, you know, and, and like, I feel like I catch myself, I'll hear the song come on and I'll say that. I'm like, ugh. This song is so overplayed. And then about like two minutes in, I'm like just in deep, intense worship. And it's like what I, in that moment, I was just like annoyed by the fact that this is a uh, overplayed song. But then I kind of get to thinking about, well, why is it overplayed? And then I start to listen to the words and then, you know, you're singing and then you realize like, man, this is actually really good. And so then you're um, in a deep state of worship and it's like, a lot of that comes from like when we put our preference aside, we can actually experience God in a raw fashion to where uh, it's not just about how I feel today. It's more actually about just the manner of that I'm worshiping God and that's how we experience him in those situations. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I'm, I agree with you. I think that experiencing God in the way that this question is asked is relying heavily on the emotional aspect of being human. That doesn't mean that it's a fault. It doesn't mean that it's not something we can use, but it is something we can't rely on fully, right? Now, you mentioned listening to music, and I think for a lot of people that that's how they feel God emotionally is because just like David wrote psalms, you know, and he wrote hymns, essentially, we're also keen to writing music. Not necessarily writing new songs, but to sing it in our head, to listen to it in a new way. And when we do that in the light of God, it does bring that emotional connection. You know, I was speaking to a class the other day about how they feel God. And a few of them said music. Some of them were uh, in the routine of their life when they get up and they exercise and they drink coffee. Um... One said when she opens the front door first thing in the morning, she experiences God because of his beauty. And I think that's kind of the the overarching theme of this question is that really when you feel God, it's when you wake up and you're feeling good, right? When you open the door and it's sunny and it's beautiful outside. For me, it's, it's when I'm singing you know, at the church by myself and nobody's here Mm -hmm. and I can belt it out and know that God's the only one listening. But as you mentioned, that kind of has a flaw, right? That, that kind of brings us to the true answer or really, I guess the true question of the day. It's not necessarily how do we feel God? It's how do we understand that God is there even when we don't feel him? So, Bo, you mentioned earlier 
there's kind of an issue with feelings, right? Mm -hmm. Explain even further. What do you mean there's an issue? Okay. Yeah, I think, like, first and foremost, we we have to um, address the fact that, like, God, God gave us feelings. He gave us emotions. There's a reason that we feel the things that we feel. So they're not inherently a bad thing, and they can be used to our advantage if we use them wisely, but just as easily as we use them to our advantage, we can let them consume us. And if we're completely driven by feelings, that's how you go, you know, like a, a, you're a wave tossed in the ocean. It's just like, because today I wake up, I'm sad. Tomorrow I wake up, I have a good day or whatever it is. Like based off our emotion, we'll go, it's a roller coaster up and down, up and down. And so that's where it can be, uh, that's how it becomes a bad thing is just that uh, when I'm sad, I feel like God's not there. But when I'm happy, God is there. And then there are times in which, you know, you're having a, a low and that's when you feel really intimate with God. And then you're on a high and it's like, well, where's God when I'm on on the mountaintop too? You know, you have those seasons. Um, but just making sure that we're not controlled by our emotions, because if we're controlled by our emotions, we'll be we'll never be consistent. We'll always be inconsistent. Yeah, 100%. And that kind of leads to this idea that some people don't experience God in the way that we're talking. Um, some people don't feel God in the sense that they wake up in the morning, it's a great day, they turn on a song, and they're experiencing Him. Yeah. They can experience Him without even realizing it. And that's where the truth of today's answer comes from. You see, we're... We're constantly called to read Scripture, to be in the Word. And if we do that, we can come to this understanding that even if we don't feel God, we need to start relying on the facts of God, right? Yeah. Because that's what Scripture is. It's the facts of God. It's what God's given us. The, the living, breathing Word is Jesus, and, and His life and His testimony is written in scripture and Matthew 28 verse 20 gives us an idea as to why we can't rely on feelings it says in teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you this is Jesus speaking to the disciples we know it is the great commission but it goes on he says and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age so there's the idea is that even when we don't feel God when we don't feel him close to us, right. because there are periods in life where we don't. Life is long, and we have stretches, even years, mm -hmm. where God doesn't feel close. Right. We rely on this fact that Jesus said he'll be with us to the very end of the age. Mm -hmm. And and it's not just through scripture where we can read it and understand that that's what we've been called to believe, Right. But it's also in the fact that Jesus is part of the Trinity. And the Trinity is the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. What are your takes? I mean, how do you explain that? If, if Jesus is teaching them that he is going to be with them to the very end of the age, what does that mean to you? Okay. Yeah, so there's actually a, a quote by C.S. Lewis that I think is uh, really good. and Basically, what it amounts to, it's a it's a long quote, so I won't read it all, but 
basically, I'll kind of give you the synopsis of it. But And so, like, what it says is that when we think about God's love for us, we should find a lot more security in that than when we think about our love for God. And it's kind of that whole idea of um, when we're not, feeling quote, feeling God, it's like, that's an us issue. That's not because God stopped loving us. That's because we stopped loving God, you know, like, or we... Our, our emotions stop liking God, whatever it is. It's just like, be, that's an us issue. God's con- consistent. God's constant. He's always loved us and he's always going to continue to love us. And so I thought when I read that quote, I was like, wow, that like puts it into so much perspective of like when uh, we're not feeling God, it's like, well, that's an us issue. Like we want, we'd love to blame God for that. And like, God, why are you being quiet right now? But it's like, we're, we're the ones that are quiet, you know, we're the ones that are disappearing on God and like, uh, going and doing whatever we want to do. It's like, uh, there's like the old illustration, um, of newlyweds, like they have just a regular cab pickup, right? And the, uh, the wife is just like in the middle seat, just cuddled up next to the husband, you know, they're just so happy. And, um, as they age, she no longer sits in the middle, she sits just in the passenger seat. And she's like, whatever happened to that? Why did, uh, why don't we sit next to each other anymore? And the husband just looks at her and says, well, I'm not the one that moved. And it's like, that's exactly how it is in our relationship with God. It's like, God didn't move. We were the ones that moved. Yeah. And so God was the constant. God was in the driver's seat. And we just, we were, we went from being in the middle to now we're over in the passenger seat. So, uh, think just when it comes to understanding that God's always with us it's like well if we feel like God's not with us that's because we left not because God left us yeah 100% and I love that we've talked about this that that example that illustration and I love the point behind it because it does remind us that God is always there Mm -hmm. and you speaking reminded me of a quote from Dr. James Dobson uh, in, in one of his books, it's emotions. Can you trust him? Right. That's the name of his book. But he gives us this idea. And I'll give you a quote. It says emotional experience in the Western world has become the primary motivation of values and actions and even spiritual beliefs. So essentially, we're letting our feelings, our emotions control what we believe every day, mm-hmm. the life that we live, the things that we're going through. Well, to quote Dr. Dobson again, he says that emotions are God-given gifts. They're, we've been created with the capacity to have feelings and moods. But this is his caveat here. It says, but God never intended for us to build our values, actions, or spiritual beliefs on how we feel. Our feelings change, and we build on, and we build on them. We are always having to tear down and rebuild. And I think that's kind of the answer for us is feel God whenever you can, but don't hold your faith, your salvation mm-hmm. to that feeling. Right. Because in today's world, it's really easy to have a feeling, experience it momentarily, mm-hmm. and then it's gone, right? It's very fleeting. It's, it's, it's like happiness. Happiness is an emotion. It's a, it's a, a feeling that you have occasionally mm-hmm. but happiness is fleeting yeah you know you can be enjoying life driving down the road happy as could be 
but then someone rear ends you and now you're upset, you're frustrated because your nice car yep. is in the shop, you right. know. But what it's calling us to do here is it's just to start relying on the facts of life, that Jesus is with us always. John 14, 16 has Jesus give us someone else, right? It says somebody else is with us. It says, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. And the beginning of verse 17 says the spirit of truth. And that's our answer, listeners, is that how do you feel God? It's to fully understand and fully appreciate the facts of Christ. There's nowhere that you could go that he won't be with you. There's nowhere that you could hide that God won't be present. You can't push him to the side. You can't get away from him. You know, everywhere you go, Christ is there. And so that's our answer, our, our biblical truth to this question, how can we feel God? And you know, it's crazy, Bo. People want to experience God. I want to experience God and, and feel him. Mm-hmm. And most people, I think, can can do that. They can feel God and appreciate that feeling. Mm-hmm. So we're not discounting that. I don't think you'd say we're no. discounting the emotion. What we're doing is we're teaching, or better yet, learning together that we can't just rely on that to get us through life. Right. Because it is fleeting. It is our fault that we're away from God. We yeah. scooted to the passenger side instead right. of the middle. Yeah. And so that's what I want to leave us with today is that emotions, feelings are, are fleeting. They're temporary. But the facts of Christ, the facts of the Bible are eternal. That's why they've been here over 2,000 years. That's why God has been relevant in the lives of believers and even in the lives of non-believers since the beginning of time. And so if you take anything away from today, I would say take away the fact that even if you haven't felt God in years, years, I'm talking a long time, that doesn't mean that God isn't there. And it doesn't mean that you don't have salvation. It doesn't mean that you don't have a spiritual connection with God. It just means that on an emotional level, you haven't had that zinger, right? That moment of humanistic feeling where you feel it inside. Because God is with you always. He's he's always impressing on you and, and checking on you and loving on you. So don't let your emotions steer you in the wrong direction yeah make sure that you're abiding by the facts and not just your feelings yeah and i think that if if that's you and you feel that way that you haven't had this uh experience or you haven't felt god's presence in a long time uh, i think what's really good is just to go back to the basics just go back to and to worship prayer and reading the bible like you do those three things like like, and get rid of your preferences, get rid of the fact that maybe you've read the gospel of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you know, a million times or whatever it is, like get rid of that stuff and just go and focus on God and that, uh, 
he wants this relationship with you. And I, I truly believe that you will have an experience with God that you haven't in years. Yeah, exactly. And one thing to remember, too, is even if you don't experience him right away, I think that's what you're trying mm-hmm. to get at, too, is to keep on going. Yeah. You know, I, I, I use the term lightly, fake it till you make it, right? Because I don't want you to fake your prayers, but at the same time, don't ever stop yeah. because you don't feel him. Right. Continue on, continue to pray and worship and be a part of of this body of Christ, mm-hmm. even if you don't feel it, because eventually it will happen. It'll come. It may take years. It may take many years. But that's why God has blessed us with these emotions, so that we can have the opportunity to feel Him. I mean, you can feel the the emotion in the psalm with David, right? In a lot of his psalms, you can feel the emotion in yeah. those words. The Lord is my shepherd, right? I, I, yeah. and, and I walk by the, the, or I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. David is being serious. Yeah. You know, he is walking in pain and fear of dying. Mm-hmm. But he knows that even in that valley, Christ is with him. Now, given Christ isn't there yet, it'll right. be a descendant of his line. Yeah. But, yeah. but for us, Christ is with us in those right. valleys. And once we can start to receive the facts and, and accept them as truth, as our truth, mm-hmm. then the emotional connection begins to happen. And I have to say this, Bo, there are a lot of believers out there that still don't experience God. They don't feel Him. And I don't think that that's because they're lacking faith. I really don't. Mm -hmm. Why sometimes we don't feel God when we're ecstatic or or happy or when we're down in the gutters? Mm -hmm. You mentioned it earlier. I don't know. There's just parts of our lives where we just don't. The Spirit's not leading us into the feeling, or or our emotions for some reason are not tied to feeling God, but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's not possible. Yeah, and I think that some of that is perspective as well, and understanding that, um, if I mean, it just depends on kind of how you define this experience as well. Like if you believe, there's some people that anytime they're on the mountaintop, they're just, you know, oh, thank, thank God. For this, and then there's some people that they can be down at rock bottom, and they understand that God is still there with them. And so it's all about perspective. Like if you believe that God is always with you, then it makes it a lot easier to experience God in those moments. And so that's where not being led by your feelings and actually going back looking at the facts of like what Scripture teaches us is that if we remember that God is still with us, that even when it seems like He's not that we know he is, then that experience is, uh, you don't have to have like that breakdown crying moment to realize that you are experiencing God. Sometimes you just have this experience where, you know, you're just thankful or, you know, you just feel comfort. Um, those moments are, that's God, you know, in, in a different type of experience. So. Yeah. 100%. It's not always about the, the movie moments, right. you know, where, like in the movies, it feels like somebody that gets saved has that experience like, oh my gosh, I, I'm, I, I'm never going to change this feeling, right? I'm, I'm always going to experience yeah. this for the rest of my life. It's that big of a deal. 
and and there are those, but I think more times than not, you're right. It's those feelings of joy, mm. you know, pure biblical godly joy that yeah. doesn't go anywhere. Right. Now, Bo, before we leave, I want to give them some ideas to go along with what you mentioned earlier. You said be in the Word, be in prayer, um, be in worship of God to, to get that emotional feeling. To add to that a little bit, meditation is a big one. Mm. I'm not saying to go out and and you know, put your fingers together and say, um, you know, that's not what I'm talking right. about. I'm talking about meditating in the presence of the Lord, meaning you're sitting there quiet so that you can hear God speak. Mm. It may not be vocal. It may not be something you hear, but it's time. You know, God needs the chance to speak. And yeah. if we don't shut up and listen, I yeah. hate to say that, but yeah. truly, yeah. then we're never going to hear God speak right. because we care about our own voice. Yeah, we keep talking over him. And I think something else that's uh, very practical is uh, uh, my youth pastor when I was in youth taught us this. And he just like kind of put in it into perspective of like when you're, you are in worship, like you're singing, like just envisioning that Jesus is like on stage in front of you. And, like, I always just get even chills thinking about, like, what that uh, would be like. And it's funny because it's, like, literally this is kind of what the song I can only imagine is written about. It's just, like, this whole idea of, like, when we're in God's presence, I can only imagine what I'm going to be doing. Like, will I be able to speak or will I, you know, I don't know. And yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so like, I obviously, like, one of the most popular songs of all time. But, like, um I love that song and love that advice because it just puts something into perspective and it's super practical because it's just like telling yourself like and getting into the mindset of like I'm who am I singing to like if I'm singing because I want my voice to be heard then like I'm missing the point here like I'm singing because I want God to be glorified and I want him to receive my praises because yeah. that's what he's worthy of and so uh and you know just picturing Jesus being in front of you really helps put that into perspective yeah i love that i love that because that is what we're called to do right mm -hmm. to worship to praise so listeners here's here's the rub right that's an old saying that was before my time <laughs> i don't know where that came from but <laughs> the answer for today's question how can you feel god is by starting with the facts i want you to Look at the scripture we read. Start Matthew 28, 20 is a great one. John 14, 16. Those are the ones we read today. But start with the facts that you will never be left without a Savior, without your Lord. And then from that, like Bo was saying, use what you use to experience joy. Whether that is, is meditating in the quiet singing at the top of your lungs, regardless of who can hear, opening the door to the sunrise, right? Whatever it is that, that you can get that emotional feeling, then do it. Mm -hmm. But don't let it convolute the facts. Yeah. Don't let it cover up the truth of what it is right. you're getting that feeling yeah. for. Bo, I want to thank you for joining us today. Um, Great input, man. I appreciate it. It was it was a good time. Um, you have anything last thing you want to add or, or? No, I I love being here. Uh, 
hopefully we get to do it again sometime, and uh, I look forward to it. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, and I know the listeners will enjoy it. Um, and remember, if you have other questions or, or you want to reach out to us about feeling God, how you feel God, make sure you email us at findtheanswerpodcast at gmail.com. Bo, would you mind closing us in prayer? Yeah. God, thank you for this day. Thank you just that we could just come in here and just uh, just talk about your presence and how we can uh, feel your presence, God. I pray that you just be with us and just be with the listeners as we go throughout our lives and that we could uh, put it into perspective just uh, how you're always there with us and that we would just never forget that, God. I pray that you uh, just continue to do big things within our church and just do big things uh, in the town of Clinton. I pray for uh, just people to realize how real you are, God, and that they could uh, feel that Feel your presence in their lives, God. So here's one time I pray. Amen. Thank you again, Bo. And uh, we look forward to hearing from all our listeners.